best hip-hop and R&B mixes on K100 Radio. Peace and blessings. This is the Blink King DJ IM. We turned up every single Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you listen to us on the web. We are worldwide. What's popping is DJ Butterrock, CEO of CX1 DJs. You can check me out every Friday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on K100 Radio, baby. CX1 DJs. The hottest hip-hop and R&B mixes on K100 Radio. Oh, yeah. You know what it is, man. Welcome, everybody, to K100 Radio. What's happening? Shots fired. And pause. You know what it is, man. Time for another direct line interview. Yo, we do this all the time over here at K100 Radio. This is where we show love and give and highlight um, independent artists. We do producers, DJs, businessmen. Some everybody, man, has uh, came through and chopped it up with K100 Radio over here. Uh, www. K100radio.com. That's the website that you can get all the links to listen to us live and for free. You know what I'm saying? Uh, follow us on Twitter at K100 underscore radio. Same thing on IG. And then check our Facebook page out. All those links and everything is at K100radio.com. It's the easiest way to get in contact with us and link up with us for all your links and social media, all that, man. Just hit the website up, all right? So let's get into it. Today... We got the homie G Lil Cuz on the line. G Lil Cuz, what's up, homie? What's popping with you? Welcome to the show. What's good, homie? Good, man. man, chilling, man. Welcome to K100 Radio for the first time. Hope it won't be the last. What's popping with you, folks? Oh, definitely won't be the last time. What's up with you, King? What's popping, big dog? And you know, we over here putting in work, man. We're trying to show some love. We try, but it's not about me today. It's about you. Introduce yourself to the broadcast, man. G Lil Cuz, tell them who you be with. Oh man, man, my name is G Lil Cuz. That's gangster Lil Cuz of you fuck nigga. You understand me? I'm getting my name is G Lil Cuz. That's gangster Lil Cuz of you fuck niggas in two seconds. You know what I'm talking about? I represent the low end, south side of Chicago, Vulture City to be exact. You dig? Alright, so this is probably gonna get a little gangster. <laughs> this is probably gonna get a little gangster today, y'all. I'm sorry, apologize beforehand. So let's get into a gangster look cuz I didn't even know what it, I thought it was, you know, I didn't know what G look cuz, but now I know it's for gangster look cuz. Right? Well, right, it's, it's G look cuz to you, my nigga, because you ain't no fuck nigga. It's I agree. Gangster look cuz to those guys. You feel <laughs> I, I got you. I got it. G look cuz, man. So listen, we got a lot to talk about, man. You know what I'm saying? You got, we, got, we got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to cover, man. But first of all, man, we, of course, we're going to get into some of the music and, um, I got two joints, you know what I'm saying? We got loaded up. We got the two seconds joint and uh, DDW pull up. We got that joint. So those are the two joints that we're going to run for the people uh, today. 347-934-0966. That's the number dial to the show. If you want to holler at the homie, you want to get online, you rocking with the homie, you need to hit us up right now. We'll bring you on the line. Show him some love. 347-934-0966. Everybody out there listening and everybody rocking with G Lil Cuz. So it's a couple things I want to jump into just off top. <laughs> Hip hop. Do you, man? I'm, I'm I'm at your disposal, my nigga. I'm an open book. You know what I'm saying? I try to be as open as possible, but you know, coming for the life I live, it's kind of hard. So you know, I'm at your disposal. Do as you will, guy. I I talk. I, I, talk. I won't ask you nothing that's that, that's indictable. <laughs> I won't ask you nothing right, that can get indicted. Everything is all ran out, so you can ask me whatever you please, sir. All right. So you said you represent coming from uh, South Side of Shine, right? Is that that was correct, right? Yes, sir. 
Uh, so a lot of stuff Absolutely. going on. A lot, lot of stuff going on in the south side of Chicago. And uh, we could we could literally, I won't do it, but we could literally eat up the whole 30 minutes talking about all that stuff. But I won't do that. But what I will ask you is this. Coming from the south side of Chicago and, and it being coin shot rack and everything that's going on. And it's constantly in the news. It's, it's basically like the, 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 the focal point of gang violence in America. You know what I'm saying? Where it used to be Compton or whatever. Now it's like Compton don't exist. It's, chi- it's Chirac. It's all about Chicago. It's all about what's going on over there. As an artist, I got to ask you this. When you're doing your music and when you're representing out here, how much does it weigh you to consider that when you're making music, some kids or whatever, or somebody that maybe from your hood may be listening to it and may actually get, quote unquote, turned up to the point to want to do something to harm another black person listening to your music? A lot of people are giving rappers a lot of flack about like drill music saying that's a part of the culture and that's the reason why shit is so fucked up there but how do you feel about that as an artist trying to get into hip-hop but also coming from the streets first of all man that people gotta let go of blaming the music for how your kids are performing first of all it all comes down to parenting if you're not screening what your children listen to it even if you are screening what they listen to it's your job as a parent to make them understand that that's entertainment that's entertainment. If I was still actually doing some of the stuff that I'm talking about, I wouldn't be talking about it. You see what I'm saying? I'm doing it for the entertainment of those other people that that's what they like. You see what I'm saying? Right. For me, if I had a chance to address the audience, like music is a springboard. You see what I'm saying? So eventually when the people hear me, when they hear me talk, I'm unapologetically pro-black. You see what I'm saying? But right. I'm just talking about music from my from my perspective, music, rap music in general, rhythm and poetry. You understand? So I'm giving I'm painting a picture of my reality. This is my reality or what's was my reality. This is not something that I'm making up. This is something that's really happening. When you hear me in the record say my guys stay with that shit, they really like stay with that shit. Sometimes I got to separate myself from that. You see what I'm saying? Right. And But that's, that's just my reality. You see what I'm saying? But if parents get back to parody instead of trying to make it a competition or a contest amongst one another, then it wouldn't be that problem. I have sons. My sons already know that that music, that video game, all that TV, all that shit, that's fake. What's happening in the real world is that these bills is real. The struggle is real. When you asking me for certain shit and I say, hold up, give me a minute, I got to put that together, that's real. You understand that, right? Yeah, of course. You see what I'm saying? That's the real world. That's real parenting. I'm not going to sit up here and let my son run around and dress like X, Y, Z, knowing that that's going to invite some type of um, attention from another section of people, knowing that I'm that's not the lifestyle that I want for him. You see what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So that's parody. You see what I'm saying? All right. So when you have artists, you, there there are. I, I, first of all, I agree with everything you're saying. Let's 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 just start right there. I'm also um, I'm also myself unapologetically pro-black. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I am. You know what I'm saying? So I get a lot of flack about that sometimes. The culture of hip hop is as such that we put a lot of credence into how real an artist is over artistically how talented they are. So we have a lot of people who say, well, 
if they're not from the hood, their street cred is zero or whatever, then uh, I'm not rocking with them. You know what I'm saying? Even if they're uber talented or whatever. And then you have people that's just like not really talented at all, but they got a lot of street cred, so the streets rock with them. In hip hop, I felt like that has been a detriment to the actual art, the, the poetry that you that you spoke of. You know what I'm saying? We have a problem in hip hop, I think, where we try to keep our artists held to an unfair, quote unquote, hood certified stamp of realness that actually hinders the art form a, a, a lot. But what do you feel about that? Do you feel like if an artist comes up and he's rapping about certain things and, you know, it's not necessarily that he actually lived them, you know what I'm saying? But he's still making the music and the music is still dope. What do you say about an artist like that? Do you do you do you say, well, nah, he ain't real. I can't rock with that or whatever. Or would you say, nah, I mean, I mean, he's just making music because as you just stated a minute ago, you're separating the art and from the reality of the world. So how do you feel about rappers who may be rapping gangster shit or, or, or dope boy shit? But not, not necessarily be a gangster or ever was a gangster or ever was a dope boy. What's the difference? First, first, are we talking about are we talking about cultural appropriation? No, we're just talking about the the the, the crafting of hip hop. All right, you feel what I'm saying? All right, all right. So since we ain't talking about that, my what my, my feel on that is the lifestyle has a way of catching up with you. The game always has a way of pulling you back in. You see what I'm saying? So if you really not from the street, those same rules got to still apply to you. The game is going to pull you back in. You see what I'm saying? The game is going to pull you in. If you was never part of the game, you invite that energy to yourself. All right, take, say for instance, let me see. I just got through watching the boy Chris Brown. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? I don't really know his history, but he's taking on that gang culture affiliation. Right. You see what I'm saying? And right. whatever comes with that is what comes with that. You see what I'm saying? So you don't have nobody to blame but yourself. But me personally, it's not really my place to speak on. If the man make dope music, he make, he make dope music. If he overstepping his boundaries, eventually he's going to have to say that. Like everybody that said that they was XYZ and it came to the street to step them. And when that step didn't come across, then they had to come back and recant their story and tell the truth. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, no, I ain't really no hood, nigga. I went to high school over here. My brother just, my brother had them bees, and my cousin and my family, it woofy, woofy, woof. And it comes out, and then their career goes down the drain, or they reinvent themselves in another life. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, so you think that, so I, but overall, do you think that, do you think that that standard that we hold our hip hop artists to, do you think that's like just, hey, do you think that's hurting the art of of, of hip hop? Uh, part of, that's, you know, that's part of the game. You see what I'm saying? But uh-huh. what, what's lost on what's lost on everybody with that being part of the game is the fact that I can name five rappers off my head that impacted the game heavily, and they were not street cats. You see what I'm saying? And I would start with Will Smith. Right. You see what I'm saying? Will Smith ain't a street dude. No matter how corny niggas say he is, Will got that fucking bag. And he got a bad wife. That's what a nigga needs. You right. see what I'm saying? He got it. You see what I'm saying? But that was the art. Did what it did. Um, what's the boy doing the MTV shit from Charlotte? Nick Cannon. Yeah, Nick Cannon, yeah. He he had nothing. He no matter how corny niggas say he was, he transcended the game in such a way where he's Nick Cannon. 
people forget that he tried to rap. You see what I'm saying? Right. Music is a springboard. The art is a springboard. If you're an artist, you're not an art. You're not only an artist ver- verbally or lyrically. You're an artist of all genres. You see what I'm saying? Culinary art, fashion art, graphic art, like. Your artist, your artistry, and the artist thing you supposed to take over. Basically, is what I'm saying. You exactly. see what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand Does that. that. Make any sense to you? No, it makes a lot of sense because people. Well, well, here's my thing, and I'm glad you said that. I'll give you another round of applause because ordinarily, someone maybe may have listened to maybe the first thing that you said that came out of your mouth, right? They may have listened to like the first thing when I first introduced you, and you introduced yourself, and they said, "Uh." You know what I'm saying? He, he's going to be about some street shit or whatever. But I actually, I'm actually, i actually listening to you, and I'm pretty sure everybody's listening to this interview who listened to it live now, maybe listen to the replay or whatever on SoundCloud, however they listen to it. And they're understanding that art, the, the art part of hip-hop is really what's going to end, eventually get you paid. And the part of the game that I think a lot of, a lot of artists get twisted is they don't put so much credence to that anymore, and they put so much credence into being so street and trying to street their way into the game and they don't understand that's the quickest way to get you out of the game because I know way more dope-ass artists that's locked up in prison right now for street shit they did and you'll never hear their music than I do cats that was out here so street or whatever and kept it so real and they popped off and they was able to just quote-unquote go back to the hood. You know what I'm saying? I know the other scenario, the first scenario, I know that for a fact happens way more often than the other way around. You feel me? But let me go on and move on to the next point. Go. Let me move to the next point. Go ahead, Chief. The Chicago, the, the Chicago music scene specifically, right now, what do you feel about uh, the coin drill music? And what do you feel about Chicago, the, 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 that lane actually being tagged for Chicago music? Uh, do you feel like Chi-Town has more to offer? Do you feel like that's... I, I talked to a couple of Chicago artists, and they don't like the phrase because they feel like it's putting them into some sort of box coming from Chicago, like they got to be doing that or not. What do you feel about that? Man, that's that's hilarious, dude. That's the industry doing that. Right. That's the industry. If 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 niggas dumb enough to go for the same banana in the tailpipe that Pocket Biggie already went for, we don't see numerous niggas lose their lives behind this rap shit. First right. of all, before we speak, that's the industry. That's the industry and the prison, the, the privatization prison, the private prison complex. That's built in, in cahoots to create this whole life and to help the profits. You see what I'm saying? It's all about money in, in, in the end. And then to second that, this was been this been a big like this was this is an agenda. Like the whole shit with Chicago and what's going on in Chicago, that's a whole agenda. Like it's it's political. It's more political than it is anything. You see what I'm saying? Because right. it's just as much police died in that same conflict. But you you're not seeing that advertised on TV. You see oh, what I'm really? saying? Unless it's really, really horrific. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Like they don't they don't advertise like what they at what you see it in the media, and you can verify this if you know people in Chicago. What you see it in the media ain't what's happening in the city. Like in the city, it's everybody against them. But they not advertising that. You see what I'm saying? They would dare put that on the media. It's all gangs against them in the city right now. Right. And it's been like that for the last Two years, maybe. Right. Like, oh, like really, also real live, like covering that they had shit because niggas is tired of getting they picking their relatives up from that same bullshit. Like, what's happening in Chicago? Been happening for years, my nigga. Like years. Right. It's just becoming popular in the last 
four, five years. Like, that shit been going on for years. They've been, like, literally murdering niggas. Like, literally, the real kind of way. Not, 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 oh, he got a gun, we gonna place a false gun on him, we gonna do all that. No, nigga, we gonna catch you at the wrong place at the wrong time, and we gonna body your ass, and we gonna write it up so we can get this extra motherfucking manpower. Man, man hours equal manpower. Manpower equal money. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's all a motherfucker. It's all a, it's all a numbers game, my nigga. It's all a numbers game. All right, we hearing it live. All a numbers game. We hearing it live. It's like I like to get uh good insight about that from people who actually been on the ground and actually living it. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of people ponder, uh, po- posturing themselves on TV, Rahm Emanuel, and a lot of other political figures up here now. And now all of a sudden you're seeing him speak, and he's been the mayor, and everything's been crazy and haywire for years. So I understand the whole thing is way beyond. And I like to talk to people who actually live there because I don't. You know what I'm saying? I can only look at what I talk to people like you and also look at what I can see maybe on media. I don't trust major media outlets. I kind of look to the, the, the local ones, you know, then the black-owned ones, you know what I'm saying, on online, internet, on, stuff like that. I kind of try to tend to gravitate for those today. They give you more real stuff and then talk to people. Off. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's a huge numbers game right now. Like, they, they tear down everything that, that's got any... Basically, they tear down anything that got any reference to black history. All the projects, all the black public schools, everything. They re-gentrifying the whole city. Right. The city that... Basically, areas that was lower income for the last 55 fucking years. Yeah. 59 years. Right. They ran all everybody away and bought all that shit up. Now they got niggas that stacked up on top of each other. Those lines were divided lines for a reason. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, Chicago is one of the most racially segregated cities, cities in the country. Right. Like, literally, the real kind of way, like... The real way. If you get caught in certain areas in Chicago, before the gangs get you, like I said, the police go fucking pop your head open. What are you doing over here? It beats you for fun and do all that type shit like that to you. Like, and you could actually be coming from work or coming from checking on a shorty or whatever. You could actually have family in the area. Right. But because they don't know you from being in the area, they will literally snatch your ass up beat you up and drop you off the opposition territory that's crazy Literally. man. that's crazy man so yo this is a great interview i'm glad we had a chance to talk about you know something like that that was kind of deep and i'm glad we got into it man hearing it from somebody that's actually on the ground out there you feel me so it's not a game it's not a game for people that's listening right now I hope you heard those words before you you know get on your little facebook getting up there on facebook talking about some stuff that you may not necessarily understand and trust me here in atlanta we definitely know about gentrification because they just did that to the whole city in the past decade they just gentrified the whole fourth ward and all that shit and it's still going on right now so trust me i'm sitting here watching it myself happen to this city you know what i'm saying it's not my hometown but i've been here for all 20 years and it's definitely not looking the same downtown at all like it used to when i got here i got somebody on the phone line yeah you know what i'm saying i got somebody, i got a call on the phone line i want to check in with us you want to take a call real quick before we jump into this music we we here we here we here alright hold on uh, area code 404-552 welcome to K1's radio you on the line with G. Lou Cuz what up no man it's DJ Butterrock CLC it's one DJ what's up uh, what's going on Butterrock's in the building DJ Butterrock he says he's gonna call in and show some love to the homie what's up that's, that's, my, that's my family right there you know I gotta call that's family it's beyond homie that's, that's family right there so I'm here supporting my, my big homie G. Lou Cuz one DJ. What up? Sponsored artist. What up, baby? You know, you, you you know we family, baby. You know I gotta support the real G. And I want to let everybody know that listening to my my voice, 
this individual, Kilo Cuz, is a real dude. I mean, you hear him talking, but he really lived that life. He speak it. He's 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 well respected in multiple states, not just Atlanta, not just Chicago, multiple states. This dude is respected in. So you know, I'm just gonna let y'all know that right now. This is a real dude. Make sure y'all pick up that two seconds on iTunes, man. Support this dude. It's real music and real individual right here. And I have to call and show you love, bro. Appreciate that, bro. Good looking, man. Good looking up, man. You know, you know what it is, man. Man, you the long way, man. Two seconds. You already know that, man. Shout out to CH1 DJs, man. Everybody affiliated with the organization. Absolutely, man. Shout out to homie <laughs> DJ Butterrock. Yo, you know, of course, you know, if you're not, if you don't know, you can always catch DJ Butterrock live over here at K One Radio every Fridays at 7 p.m. for the CX One DJs mix. Salute to you, homie. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. Thank you, bro. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into this music, homie. Let's go ahead and do that. You feel me? Yeah. Already. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and lead off every, uh, during the whole course of this interview, and then right there with, with Butterrock, we've heard the term two seconds multiple times. So we were just that was just a setup, you know what I'm saying? That was just a setup for what we about to pop off. Tell us about this joint, man. G Lucas, two seconds. How did how did joint come apart? Uh, who produced the track and uh, what's going on with this one? Figure it play. Hey, my man, homie, my, my man, the homie DJ Timo produced the track. Shout out to Block Club DJs out the shot, man. Shout out to the big homie DJ Sluggo. Shout out to the homie DJ Limo, man. Um, man, uh, shit, man, two seconds is a, it's, it's like a euphemism, man. It's like two seconds can mean everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see a bad bitch in the club and you see her choosing, you own her, you know what I'm saying? Like, two seconds, I'm on that, like, two seconds, you see what I'm saying? You got a dope pair of kicks on, them shit's like two seconds, All right. you know what I'm saying? You get it? You see what Baby he did there? Talk, yeah. <laughs> Y'all see what he did there? Baby mama. <laughs> you <know what> I'm <laughs> saying? <laughs> All right, we're getting ready to load this up. Let's run this. First time ever on K100 Radio. This is G Lil Cuz. Two seconds. Let's go. You're not rocking with the best. K100 Radio. You are now tuned into K100 Radio, hip hop and RB.
seconds. My guys, stay with this shit. Like two seconds. Type the rock. You and your like two seconds. I'm a low wind, grimy dad. Yeah, yeah, like two seconds. Shout out to all my crimes. Yeah, 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 it's two yeah, seconds. Yeah. And pull off with a queen beer. Like two seconds. On some arrogant king shit. Like two seconds. Got my skin. How long this never? So I'm with the action All my precious gold You pay two thousand dollars for them shoes Like two seconds Look how you looking when I rob you In two seconds Put this pressure on me That's right It's two seconds Go and find the plug ride It's two seconds I'm talking loyalty over everything It's two seconds I'm rockin' breakin' with the skirt It's two seconds that was it in two seconds. It could be all over for you. It could be a rap. Fucking with G Lil Cuz. G Lil Cuz, what up, homie? We back. What's happening, homie? What's good, big homie, man? Hey, man, I'm really enjoying this interview, man. This shit is dope, man. I definitely got to come and sit in live with y'all boys, like, real soon, man. That's what's up, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. I'm glad you came through, man. You know, it's good, man. You know, I think, you know, I think the first time we met, what was it? It was at the CX1 DJs event, right? Was that the first time we met at that joint? Yeah, right. Yeah. And I remember yes, you did, right. And I remember you did the song and everything, man. You know, and I was in there, you know. And it's one of those it's one of those scenarios where, of course, you know, DJ Butterrock he had that event, and uh, I, he has multiple events, but I'm so busy I can't get out to everything. So, you know, I was able to get out of that one. I was glad I came through. It was a lot of talent in the building, and it's one of those things where you just you be in the room, man, and you like see the grind. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm a fan of the grind. I came from that same grind, man. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I always respect cats who are here really working. And really trying to do it, no matter where you came from in your background. If I see you out here, you really actually putting in the work. Again, in the music industry, you know what I'm saying. Uh, it matters to me, and I try to show some love and support when I can. You know what I'm saying. So I'm glad you uh, rock with us over here for the direct line interview. You feel me? That's what's up, man. That's big ups. Give you props for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah. Um, most definitely, man. I, I try to support you. Like I say, the same. I can say the same thing, um, because I respect your grind, and I be saying like. K100 doing big things, and I'm like, man, whenever I get a chance to bump into the homie, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a holler at him. You see what I'm saying? And there was like a time, a time and place, and you know, opportunity, whatever they say about what opportunity is, luck and timing, or whatever, or hard work and timing. Yeah, hard work. That was one of those situations. So when I bumped into you, I was like, man, I gotta get that dude that record. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. That was like on on the top of my list. Of things that like that's a check off. You see what I'm saying? I had to check that one off. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was hey, something. Can, man. I, can we go back to this this street thing and this industry thing for a second? Go ahead. We'll do we'll do that, and then uh, we got a couple more minutes. Uh, we'll go over a little bit. No 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 rush, and we'll get the other one too because I want to make sure we got time to do the DDW pull up joint. But go ahead. What do you want to say about it? Go ahead. I know it's quite sure. I'm quite sure there's a lot of street niggas that's listening to this this interview right now. And they feel the same way. Nigga, I'm tired of the game. I want out the game. I don't understand, like, if 
you really from the game? Like the real the real way? You really from the game? Then you know what's up with the game and what's up about leaving the game. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I'm about. I don't understand like niggas that this is not this life ain't for everybody. You see what I'm saying? Right. The life chooses you. You see what I'm saying? You don't choose it, it chooses you. And that goes all brings us back full circle to the game will expose the real ones. The game gonna respect the real ones and it's gonna expose the fake ones. Excuse me. The game gonna expose the fake ones all the time. You see what I'm saying? Right. So if you really ain't about that life, the game gonna show you that you really not about that life. Whether it's the guys pulling up on you and you ain't prepared for it, whether you in the wrong place or the wrong time, or whether it's some niggas checking your temperature for real and saying if you got really what you talking about on the record. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because niggas will approach you in the streets and see if you really got that. Yeah, You see will. what I'm saying? Niggas is... You feel me? Yeah, they will, and I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times, man. And you know what, me, man, it's just like, <clears throat> you know, I came, you know, just like a lot of people, man. I came from the hood, and I had to, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't with the silver spoon. You know what I'm saying? I had a decent mom's, and my mom tried to try her best to keep me out of the streets, and I still ended up in them because you know me and my father's relationship wasn't like that. So you know, when you don't have the father around, eventually them streets can pull you from your mom's the real easy. You know what I'm saying? You. you feel me? You know what I'm saying? And so I understand all that. So I, I see cats all the time, and it's funny because. Oh, with, the, with, with the platform I always you know when I'm at if I'm at a panel or something and I'm doing something and I'm and I'm seeing a lot of these cats come here and they really 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 all into like just being so extra hard and what killed me about it is from a professional standpoint is when they so focused on the look and coming through looking like the biggest gangster in the room and then their music is not even ready it's not even mixed it's not even mastered and they spent all this money you know on their entourage and their clothes and they loud and everything and then the music ain't even really there and it's like but you want to be a gangster but you know what i'm saying you you telling me that you want to be that you you a hood nigga you're not a rapper but you you had an open mic or you had a showcase trying to get on in the rap game and you know what i'm saying you spent all this music on everything but the fucking music homie you know what i'm saying and and that's just like a bad a investment walking fucking contradiction <laughs> it's a crazy walking, yeah contradiction. Like, <laughs> Real kind of way, like yeah. a walk, like real niggas from the game. It's hard for us to open up and be a part of the music industry because we came from a certain lifestyle where voluntary X amount of information can get your head knocked off. Right. You see what I'm saying? Now I'm trying to cross over into another lane of life and and you know have something for my children you see what I'm saying like I did all that not like we in a poor home or nothing like that right now but I'm I'm a regular nigga you see what I'm saying like I'm trying to conversate and get into conversating and being able to have those business conversations outside of uh, character like you was referencing to earlier right. how niggas talk about what they ain't really about but make some dope records you see what I'm saying right it's it's you you see the the Oxymor you see what I'm saying you see and that's how that's I understand that that's the complete fickleness of the music industry exactly that's it in itself yes, yes. You, you, have to, you have to understand that. you have to continue listen you have to contend with that and if I can tell you anything you know what I'm saying I know you you know you you're, you're on your you're on your you're on your path to do what you're doing because you're making the right moves you know what I'm saying but if I can tell you anything from my experience bro and it took it actually took me. A minute to get it you know what i'm saying i got it long ago because i've been doing it for a long time you know i've been in the music industry since the 90s you know what i'm saying really going at it on various different ways i started as an artist and all the other shit but it took me a long time to realize 
that you cannot, you should not hold music industry professionals to a level of realism and street certification than you do to your homies because you're dealing with a different breed of people. You know what I'm saying? It's like I take I meet I meet cats and they be trying to take rules of the streets and apply it to rap. But then when you running into cats who went, who got college degrees that's in the, that's at the head of these labels and at these radio stations and stuff like that, and it never was gangster there. And you try to take those same rules and mentality and logic and apply it, you end up losing. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And I I know a lot of cats who now with the position I'm in now, I meet more and more people who have a lot of real power in the music business. Not necessarily. We ain't talking about in the hood. We ain't talking about like got a name in the streets in the hood. I'm talking about in the music business. And a lot of them get turned off because cats approach them in such a way as you're not even respecting what they do for a living. They ain't, you know what I'm saying? They ain't, you ain't you ain't coming up to them trying to buy a pack. You coming up, you coming to these guys trying to get sit down and have meetings in the offices, but you carrying yourself like you pulling up to their bando. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? And, and they don't. It's it's a it's a turn off. Yeah, it's a turn off. And I I just try to tell a lot of cats like, yo, don't be, you know what I'm saying? For me. I think the good blend of, of K100 Radio is I, I specifically designed it to be able to be politically incorrect, to be able to be something that you can that you can actually really be yourself on the platform. But even I understand that when I take this platform and I try to get it to eight, when I try to get a, a stage sponsorship at A3C or South by South, I have to I have to tone down my rhetoric a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As a media person, you know what I'm saying? You know, I can't come in there and, and chop it up with them guys like I chop it up with my homies that's still rapping and, and really probably still getting it in the mud too. I have to adjust it. So I think a lot of cats understand sometimes in this mu- in the music industry, in the business, you will have to like, you will meet some fuck niggas and you're going to have to deal with them. That's the thing about it. It ain't like you can just say, Absolutely. fuck them. Because they, 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 they gatekeepers, a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you can try to bypass Absolutely. them all. You can try to bypass them all you want, bro. But this in, at the, at this, the industry is like a, a, a cone. It's all a whole bunch of motherfuckers wide at the bottom. But the more that motherfucker get higher up, that bitch gets slimmer and slimmer to the circle of motherfuckers who actually can make a decision. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to run head. into these guys. You know, you're going you're gonna to do it. And... I'm just telling you guys, like if you listen to the sound of my voice and you're trying to get into this industry shit and you're really a street nigga, understand at some point you're going to have to bury that street nigga, not bury him and kill him because you're going to need him in case you get tried out here in these streets when you're on tour or whatever. But I'm saying you got to, you have to put him in check. You got to, it's like, it's like the Hulk and David, you got to, you got to be able to control him. You got to get your David Banner on, you know what I'm saying? And control Absolutely. that motherfucker. Yeah, you ain't going to win. I appreciate the game. <laughs> like I really appreciate it because that's one of the toughest conversations to have with a record executive trying to translate to him where I come from and how hard I worked and like what really, really went on with me in my life and trying to get him to understand that I'm not as big of a risk as you think it. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, I come a certain type of way, but just getting in that conversation is a hard decision. That's what made me say, you know what, I'm going to do this independent thing. Because Shout out to all the independent artists. Shout out to all the independent, all the business owners. Shout out to all, everybody that's on their grind, man. Like, straight up. The real way, man. It's the, the power is that ownership. That's my, like, that That was my whole thing. Like, I have sat out with certain people when they worked at certain spots. You see what I'm saying? And had these conversations, and they told me straight to my face. We're not going to insure you and you're not, you too big of a risk, right. basically, is what they told me. 
Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I had to learn how to, and it, it, it was me the way that I came off. Now in retrospect, how you know how they say hindsight? Right. And all that. Now in retrospect, I realized it was me. My whole rhetoric, my language, my demeanor. You see what I'm saying? I'm sitting in a chair like I'm sitting in, in the bando, like you right. say. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, I wasn't about my business. You see what I'm saying? But right. I understand now, kind of, I'm learning every day more the business side of the music, the music business. Right. And that's what it's you have to... the business of making music and then some music, you see what I'm saying? Right, right. It is. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people who just... Man, I we could go on and on, man. But I got I got I got I got to wrap up. We got to get into this next song. But, but of course, you understand. Right. You understand, and I understand, and, and we here. So hopefully, anybody that was listening that's on the come up can, can, can take that and, and, and decipher what they need uh, from the conversation. Now, this next joint we got before we get ready to go is DDW Pull Up. Tell me about that one so I can run it. Hey man, shout out to the homie Jay Ski, man. I got the homie, man. I was, I was. This was a record that I had worked on specifically for the CX1 DJ's music conference because I wanted to evolve from just talking about regular street things. It's still a street record, but it got that club, that real big club, that club feel, real, real. It's still me, but I took it in the club. I went in the club with it. It's, it's a fast car song it's a you know it's it's a boxing ring song it's a mma song it's a wild out you know what i'm saying workout song it's a whatever it is you want it to be but basically the song is like a description of the music industry and where it's going you see what i'm saying like the music industry if i was a father and i'm in a rap game i can't son these niggas no more because they my daughters you feel me? <laughs> all right <laughs> All right, let's get into it. You feel what I'm saying? I feel you. Let's Two get seconds, it. man. DDW, pull up the next joint over here with G Lucas. Direct line interview on K100 Radio. Hit us up, man. www.k100radio.com. If you're missing this live, you're just not catching it. I see people jumping on the stream right now. You can always catch the replay on SoundCloud. Just hit us up over there, K100 Radio. Just put that search in. We'll pop right up. Let's get it. DDW, G Lucas. You're not rocking with the best. This is K100 Radio. Switching lane, I'm blowing the power. Yeah. Fantastic with the ratchet, I'm up in the aisle. And all through the rest, not even a minute now. Hey. 
Lucy's wanna rap like this, boy. You ain't from the shy, you ain't crap like this, boy. You ain't from the low, you ain't strapped like this, bro. Oh, you with the back and your ass with the clip. Took it home and let it dry. Hold some wet cracks. From a biggie to a eight. Hold some wet cracks. Y'all don't want no problems. Y'all don't want no money. Y'all don't want no drama. Y'all really don't want that chopper. I ain't really talk about no Harley. I hop about that shit and pull up quick. Y'all really don't want no drama. Y'all really don't want no trouble. I hop about that beat. Two sticks. I'm the type to pull up at the Oscars. With the Oscar. Yo, beat the headache, boy. That's why I'm trying to dodge. I'm the type to pitch that sh like I'm playing for the Dodgers. I only feel safe around the gangsters and the robbers. Now on it. All right, man. I hate for it to be over, but we got to get ready to roll up out of here. The homie G Lil Cuz, man. What a dope interview. Great. If you guys missed it, man, of course, you know you can always catch the replay on SoundCloud, man. G Lil Cuz. Yo, I'm still here, man. All right, man. We getting ready to get up out of here, man. Well, well, it was a great interview, hey, man. man. Shout out to you. Let me shout out the homie. Go ahead. Let me shout out the homie Toy Drive, man. Go hey, ahead. man. We got a toy drive coming up, man. Um, December the 20th, man. We need everybody to come through, man, and donate some toys for the kids, man. Come through and check out the performances, but we need y'all to donate some toys more than anything, man. There's some kids out here that, that that's uh, less fortunate than your kids. You know what I'm saying? There's some children out here that's not going to have nothing, anything. So we need y'all to come through, man, and drop some toys off, man, in Riverdale, man. Check my Instagram for the flyer, man. Shout out to K100 for having me in the building, man. And, you know, shout out to CX1. Shout out to my whole team, man. Cash, Trap Foundation, Gold. Shout out to CRG, the label, man. Y'all were entertaining, man. We in the motherfucking building, man. Straight up, two seconds, man. Two seconds, man. Hit him up on Instagram, at GLilCuz, at G-L-I-L-C-U-Double-Z. Put two Zs on that thing, man, at GLilCuz. Hit him up on Instagram. We getting ready to get up out of here, man. It was a great interview. That was the end of it for the dope. Uh, no, direct line interview with the homie G Lil Cuz again. www.k100radio.com. If you missed the whole thing, make sure you go over to our SoundCloud. Follow us on SoundCloud. Lock in with us. You can lock in with us on Twitter and Instagram at k100 underscore radio. Hang around, man. At 7 o'clock p.m. You want to hear some dope music? Yo, man. DJ I Am is in the building. He's coming up at 7 o'clock, man. So you don't want to go nowhere. You don't want to leave, man. Because I'm telling you, DJ I Am always goes in with the mixes, bro. I promise you, he never lets us down, man. If you love that hip-hop shit, yo. But he goes everywhere. It's not just hip-hop. He goes everywhere. Up north, midwest, down south, throwback, new school, everything, man. Yo, DJ I Am goes in. He's coming up at 7 o'clock, about 15 minutes from now. So we're getting ready to get up out of here, man. That was a great, dope, direct line interview. Hit us up, man. Connect with us. Matter of fact, we must as well go ahead and keep it shot time while we at it. All day, nigga. Yeah, we out. All day, all day. All day, all day. How long you ball? All day, all day. How much time you spent at the mall? 